0: Welcome to the PMPA's Speaking of Precision Podcast featuring your hosts Carly Kissler Miller, David Wynn, and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA's Speaking of Precision Podcast. Carly Kissler Miller and David Wynn have joined me today, and we are going to discuss preventive maintenance in your shop. Welcome, David, welcome Carly.
1: Thanks, Miles.
2: Thank you, Miles.
1: So, this is coming from uh, that crib sheet that Dave wrote for Production Machining magazine, right? Is that yeah. what we're talking about?
2: Put a little shine in your day.
0: So, so. I might start singing. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, but he instantly triggered me because shine is one of the five S's. Ah, That's
2: right. Ah. We all talk about 5S, but how many of us put it in direct practice? And that's, you know, to me, that's one of the most important S's because after you're getting your system, shining is a big part of sustaining, which is another one of the five S's. And when you shine, you actually get to see what's going on below the dirt and grime and so many times things get missed because it's covered up with dirt and grime if you've if you've got oil all over your brake rotors on your car and it's always there you can't tell when you have a brake line leak you don't know that it's slinging fresh brake fluid all over your tires and your wheels
1: i never thought about that so in that case ignorance is not bliss
2: that's right (laughs) <laughs> no, nobody needs
0: lubricated brakes. <laughs> but, but you're right. Uh, revealing, you know, by, by doing that cleaning, we're able to see any flaws or uh, unexpected anomalies that, that might be present in our tooling, and our gauging, in our process. You know, why is that here? It, it shouldn't be here. And when I clean it up, hey, there's, there's a sticker that says this isn't calibrated. That's a,
2: you know? Yeah. Right? I mean, it can conceal the facts. Yeah, it really can. And so when you've got, you know, like for instance in, in your tooling area, if you've got chips mounted up everywhere inside the machine in your tooling area, you can't see what's going on. Uh if I can go by and clearly see all the tools on the tree on a Swiss machine, I can tell if I've got broken drills or broken boring bars. If I've got chips all mounted up in there or there's grease all over the window glass, I can't just glance in the machine and see if it's running right. We've got to check parts to know for sure. We need to be checking our parts anyways. But if you're walking by a machine and you can just glance in. Yeah, we're still good. All the tools are still present.
0: Well, we are we're we always say we're committed to visual management, right? Visual management. But what you're saying is this is the S in 5S that makes visual management possible. Because if we don't shine, we can't see.
2: That's right. Yeah, if you've got all that grime and stuff everywhere, you're missing important things. In the shop, one of the things that I like to point out is if you allow coolant to pool around your machines. How do you know when you have a leak? How do you know if you've got a chip hopper with a hole in it? I I, I need to put my hand up. We must
0: be back in the United States (laughs) because I was at Horn Technology Days and they had three different buildings and I didn't see a single drop of any fluid on any of their white floors in any of the production areas. Not one, not one. And you're talking about pools of fluid. Um, We got a
2: way to go. We do have a way to go, but um, they probably shined up a little bit before you showed up.
1: I've never (laughs) seen pools of, we just came from mastery program, never seen (laughs) pools of fluid. What, What are you looking at? There,
2: <laughs> Dave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is we're, true. We're picking on them now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you're really and truly. I mean, if you've got a puddle around a machine and it's always there, you don't know if your machine's leaking or if it's just a spill. You don't know if your hoppers are leaking or if it's just if it's something that's always there. Your performers won't know, and and so it becomes the de facto standard. Well, it's there, and I wiped it up. But there's a little bit more. Maybe I missed some. Well, if you keep it clean all the time. If you've got that white, shiny floor, like you talk about at Horn, I walk in in the morning and I've got a pool of fluid on the floor. I know I have a problem instantly.
0: Right. Somebody overfilled it before the weekend.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Well, that could be the case. (laughs) Seen that before.
1: So what we're doing is encouraging people to clean. And let me tell you, nothing, nothing. Women love it, especially when men clean. That's, that's, this is an awesome podcast. I may even play this for my husband.
0: So that's why we <laughs> spend all our time washing our car.
1: <laughs> oh, is right. that it?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's To turn on the women, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sexiest man um, alive is a man with a broom. <laughs> that's right. Broom,
1: vacuum, mop, they, yeah. any of those qualify. All right, sorry, I interrupt. But we are that's what we're talking about though, right? We're when you're talking about shine, we're talking about clean, keeping things clean.
2: We really are. And and one of the things that always strikes me is that you look at our machine tools, you're looking at a two hundred thousand dollar machine, three hundred thousand dollar machine, four hundred thousand dollar plus machine on the floor. And if you own a two hundred thousand dollar Ferrari, would you let it get all greasy and grimy? Would you take it out and, and take it mudding and not clean it off? No, you're not going to do that. You're going to wax it every week. <laughs>
1: you... Yeah, I can't imagine anybody taking the Ferrari mudding either. But yeah,
2: well, That's exactly right. <laughs> but not, then... Your last
0: name is Miller, not Wynn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you're right. I, you keep those cars. You, you take immaculate care of those cars.
2: Oh yeah, you'd be lucky to find dirt on the washer spring, let alone let alone all over the vehicle. And yet you've got a machine tool that costs the same amount of money and then we allow it to build up with grime and chips and things over time. And it's that pride in our work that we want to take the same pride that we would with a collector's car with our machine tool, that we take that time to shine it up, wash it, you know. Um one of the things that I mentioned in the crib sheet is that I think it's Once a month, you should take your machine tools for a bath, wash them down, polish them, make them look pretty. That's a, you know, that's a nice Ferrari you have sitting right there on your shop floor.
1: Yeah. And that Ferrari is making you money.
2: That's right. Not just costing you money. like
1: depreciating in your garage.
0: (laughs) You know, you make a great point, David. Uh, I remember sight glasses to make sure that we had oil. (laughs) You know, and if there's just a whole bunch of swarf flung up against it, how do I know that, one, there's oil in it, two, that oil's being metered out, and three, if, is it even the right color, is it the right oil? I mean, I need to be able to see my sight glasses, and hopefully the operator's paying attention, but how can they if it's obscured by swarf?
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Why even something as simple as the keyboard on a machine. Guys got grimy hands and constantly punching keys on a CNC. And then over time, that starts to go up. I've been in a shop one time where the owner actually thought the keys were wore off the keyboard. And I just took a rag and wiped across and <laughs> showed the letters underneath.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's like geology buildup. Yeah. <laughs>
1: not worn just dirty yeah.
0: so I have I have another one that I that I I should have put in my what do you look for when you're in on a shop tour but uh, a lot of today's machines the, the Acmes, the old cam machines don't have this but boy the CNCs and the Swiss machines do they have cooling fans for the electronics and they usually have a filter kind of material over it and when it looks like the fan took in somebody's pet dog or cat, cause there's so much <laughs> stuff stuck on that filter. It's like, Hey, do you guys know that this filter could be like replaced and you're may not be getting enough air to flow on those expensive circuit boards that are imported from someplace far away by air. That's a yeah. good
1: point. Well, yeah, because you'd have to take you take care of your computer, you take care of your HVAC. So why wouldn't you take care of these very expensive machines? It's a great point. So is it expensive to take to do all this cleaning? Like, do you have to buy really expensive cleaners or anything?
2: Really? No. Um, I mean, just as simple as having some machine wipers on hand. Uh, I I've always liked the machine wipers, um, that you buy. It's a tiff, a stiff, thick towel. And then you've got some, um, like the normal blue shop towels you can get from anywhere. And those will kind of buff it out and, you know, take a little Dawn dishwashing soap, a couple tablespoons in a spray bottle, fill it up with water, put a little bit on your machine and you can cut the grime right away.
0: Wow. wow we we don't have specialized cnc cleaner <laughs> there may be out there but
1: <laughs> don gets it done huh
0: that's right well don would be my choice but i i see a lot of simple green in a lot of shops
2: simple green's good too but sometimes it can take paint off it can be kind of harsh but uh yeah i I've, I've been a fan of don for a long time it's a, it cuts grease good and it's really good on people's hands and safe to use and, you know, the the big benefit of all this to me is not you get all this other stuff, you get the shine, you can see what's going on, you can see the sight glass, you can see if you've got trouble on your machines. But it's the psychological benefit for the performers, because you walk into a nice, pristine, clean shop and it makes you something proud of it. You're proud to work there every day. And I think it's important that we take that time to take pride in our work because it instills pride in us.
0: I think it's difficult to expect quality if we don't give people a quality place to work. That's right. I it's I the miles.
1: There's, there, yeah, there's pride in that ownership too. Clean, Like you're cleaning yeah. up your Ferrari, cleaning up yeah. your machine. That's look right. How, look how clean mine is.
2: And if you've got shop owners that take that kind of care and and demand of the performers that level of perfection, then they're going to get that back from the performers because the performers see that reciprocal respect. Like you respect my work environment. You respect what I'm doing. So I'm going to respect the parts we make for you.
1: Makes sense. Sounds like a pardon the pun. Win, win. <laughs> oh, oh, David, win. <laughs>
0: And that wraps up today's podcast on Put a Little Shine in Your Shop. Thank you for joining us.
2: For additional information, please visit pmpa.org, where you can find our knowledge centers filled with articles, webinars, more podcasts, and other resources for precision machining.
1: Yes, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss one. Plus, check out our Speaking of Suppliers podcast, where we talk to PMPA technical members and learn about how they can help our shops.
0: If you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to learn how we can help you thrive. And why is a PMPA membership important, Carly and David? Because we, we are better together. better together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision. win-win <laughs> for the win
1: win-win for the win
0: ah that's the sound of that ferrari starting up
2: win-win-win-win-win <laughs>